Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It's the Colour and Baz World Cup party here in Adelaide. In for Dwayne Russell on SEN Afternoons. one 736 736 Give us a call. Thanks to Werribee Kia and 0433 to send us a text on the 40 Winks Temper text machine. Brats under Asian. We have got Sam Perry joining us from the Great Cricketer podcast to talk all things Australian after the Aussies were bundled out at the two, Super 12 stage, not winning by enough against Afghanistan in the end. G'day, Pez. Boys, what an honour to be on with you both. Oh, mate, I, oh. I, I feel the very same. I mean, let, let's get straight into our into our work, though. Uh, I, I would indulge that ordinarily, but we're limited to time today. Uh, the response to Australia not winning by enough, that's what it effectively amounts to, losing one game against New Zealand. It's been considerable, more than I thought it might be, indeed. It, it feels like it's almost a referendum on whether the Australian side's still in love, or the Australian public, rather, mm. are still in love with the team or not. Well, it makes sense to me, Colo. Like when Australia underperforms on the big stage, it's only natural that people want to examine the reasons why. I think that's a healthy thing. I think Cricket Australia should be mm. buoyed that people still care. Um, but, but I just think the tenor of the conversation and the narrowness of it uh, has been a little bit concerning as well. And I actually think it misses an opportunity to properly examine some of the more systemic and structural reasons that have explained why both the team struggled on field, but I think more concerningly, the public has had a lukewarm response to to what has otherwise been an unbelievably good tournament. Yeah, that's right. I mean, attendances are, are a blunt measure mm-hmm. of that, but it hasn't been the same when Australia have played compared to what we might have expected coming in. Dan Bredig wrote a great piece in The Age yesterday, tracking back over all of this. And the, the Justin Langer factor looms large. I don't know for you, Sam, but certainly in, in my Twitter comments, for example, yeah, as a, again, as a as a bit of a litmus test on this. Whenever Australia lose, a lot of the commentary comes back to, well, they shouldn't have sacked JL. Yes, it does. Sorry, I just took a moment there to to take that in. Like, um, I've got no doubt for some people uh, that that is true. Uh, But I think the public has been underserved by a lot of the commentary that's focused on that too much. Uh, I think there are a lot of ex-players who are running every single problem of Australian cricket through that prism. And I think it's quite superficial. Um, it barely scrapes the surface. It may be a factor for some people. They may want to see some of the greats of the game involved in the Australian team. It may help them feel safe. But I also think the Australian public deserve commentary that might note things like the public being asked to pay $100 or more for the cheapest seats of an Australia, at an Australian game at a time mm. of inflation and when people are squeezed. I think that the public deserve to hear commentary that notes that the white ball team's been behind a paywall for four years. We've barely had a mm. chance to connect mm. with them um, due to that point. It very much excludes casual fans. Uh, I think the public are enduring a deeply confusing evolution of cricket with too many formats, with too much on, plus this tournament was out of season. It doesn't mean that 
um, questions around the involvement of greats in Australian cricket shouldn't be raised, but I do feel like it has been disproportionately raised. And I have to say, um, sorry to sound too serious here because maybe you wanted some comedy, but it does feel like a little <laughs> bit of a petty square up to me. And I, mm. I don't, I think the public deserve better uh, than that, um, than that single minded focus. It may be a factor, but there are many others explaining why there are a few people at the game and why the team underperformed. Sam, you, I agree with everything you just said there. But Cricket Australia, are they even catering to the right audience at the moment? You speak about people taking umbrage to how the Justin Langer situation played out. And, and my logic, having lived here for a few years now and seeing how sport gets consumed here, especially cricket, when it's not season, is a lot of people who actually still watch cricket or who Cricket Australia catered to, grew up watching the Gilchrists and the Langers and the Haydens and that era. So suddenly you have those people saying what they are saying about the current team or just even going back to the Langer situation. And it almost feels like those people are just reacting to that. I mean, they feel slighted when a Justin Langer or a Gilchrist gets slighted. And are the younger fans even being brought into the game as much as they should? <laughs> I think that society as a whole, Bharat, is being um, siloed into uh, different bubbles of thought all the time. I mean, the dear listeners of this program um, and, and this station probably hear from a certain segment of people all the time, and then young people may be consuming completely different uh, media that tells them different things about what's actually happening out there. Look, I, I have sympathy for the idea that many people would like the greats of the game involved in the Australian team. Like, it, it, it has a certain logic to it. They were the best to ever play the game, so let's keep mm. them involved in the current team. Uh, that, that, that makes complete sense to me. But, um, you know, we went through this last year. Justin Langer's record was patchy. That's a fact. Uh, he may help people feel safe, but the team did not perform well under him. They have since performed quite well without him. They're the number one test nation in the world. They beat Pakistan overseas. People seem to forget that now. This tournament is quite fickle. The team that's most likely to win the competition now, Pakistan, also the only team in the final, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> they lost to Zimbabwe. They lost two games. Mm. Uh, they they yep. required the Netherlands to beat South Africa to actually make it. Australia lost fewer games than that. It's quite a fickle competition. Australia may have limped in to these semifinals uh, and we may not be having this conversation. Maybe in the long term, this is actually a good thing because I think the broader macro issue in Australian cricket is whether the public is being brought along with this journey mm. of T20 cricket and the future of the format. Yeah, I think that's a great point. We've got Sam Perry with us uh, from the great cricketer. When you were talking before about former players coming in and it's just fundamentally being a different world now, I'm reminded that that quote, you know, the past is a foreign country. They do things differently there. I mean, so it is for the Australian players back in, in that generation yeah. in the 90s. It wasn't a an eight days a week existence on the mm. circuit. Glenn Maxwell spoke after the Afghanistan game about just how taxing the schedule is. And it doesn't afford you the chance to reflect too much. You've got to look forward. I mean, they're playing a one day international mm. here in Adelaide this time next week. There's no, if you were dwelling on what's just happened, you'd be doing your team and yourself a disservice. And so it is for a modern cricketer. That is quite different to the experience we had or they had in the 90s and the 2000s where they played test cricket in a home summer, a handful of one days, a couple of winter tours, and that was their lot. And that was a much healthier balance, probably. 
like I, I try and have empathy for all perspectives. Like I understand why Aaron Finch's comment about the team being tired may have been on the nose with a lot of the public who themselves may be struggling and they look at cricketers who are making a lot of money. And I think it's true Aaron Finch was tired and you were allowed to ask the question, why are you guys tired? Don't you guys have your workloads managed within an inch of its life? What's gone wrong there? Like, I think that's a valid criticism. But I also think there's this overarching criticism of young people generally being soft and not as hard as their forebears. And Mm. I think that Mm. that doesn't stand up to facts. These guys play so much cricket. They are mentally exhausted. Glenn Maxwell gave a candid comment. We're asking, we're asking people in the media to be honest with us all the time. He's just talking about a way that he copes with cricket around it. And I think that a lot of people would do well to empathize with young people and, um, and their lot. I don't think he has any reason to, um, uh, to be defensive or to, um, or, or to misguide people around how the team actually feels. And just looking forward now, Sam, that one-day series against England and test series against West Indies, which is not getting anyone really excited. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe there will be some excitement around that South Africa series, especially with a few books written, which will bring back some <laughs> you know, mm. news from a few years ago. Uh, where does the Australian summer go from here? I mean, will, do you think it'll generate enough interest? I mean, I've been telling people that in Australia, they don't start thinking about cricket till the time they start wearing thongs on their feet anyway. And so, <laughs> so how does this summer play out in front of you? It's, you're totally right. I think the World Cup has revealed how deeply seasonal a game cricket is in Australia as well. You know, we don't really get out of bed for it, as you say, until we have our thongs on and we can smell the jasmine in the air. And there's been so much rain around. It just hasn't felt like cricket season at all. I think Cricket Australia has a big issue on their hands in terms of um, drumming up interest in the summer, especially against a lot of the other things that kind of take up people's attention these days. I think that's the main question to arise out of the World Cup. I, if I knew the answer to it, Barat, maybe Cricket Australia would hire me, <laughs> to which I would say no, um, respectfully. But, but, but I, I, don't, I don't have the answer to these things. But I do think cricket has a lot of existential questions in Australia. How do you invest the public and engage the public in this new format where there are so many confusing different teams and players playing for different teams uh, when everyone's got their own life to live. Like, I, I tell you what, though, the answer isn't put Justin Langer and Matthew Hayden among the team. Um, that may be for some the answer, but it's far more complicated than that. And I think the public deserve a more thorough examination from its current commentariat on those questions. Uh, Sam Perry, outstanding balanced analysis as mm. always. Thanks for joining us on the Colo and Baz World Cup party. We'll uh, doubtless see you soon. Uh, we're going to take a break. On the other side of it, uh, we're going to hear. We got him. We got him. Ooh. The great Harsha Bogle is going to be wonder. on the other end of the line. Keep your text coming in. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.